can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was Jason. That was my attempt, but I failed once again. But um, <laughs> welcome to Just Meatballs. My name is Dom. And I'm Nat. And get ready. Get ready for this um, very disturbing true crime story today. Were you, are you work. ready for today? I'm always ready. I 110%. I told you nothing about what I was going to read no, today. You've been keeping me in suspense. Um, yes, I have no clue what yes. we're talking about today or what you're going to tell me about today. Yes, this is the whole lead up. Okay, so today I will be talking about the Burnies, David and Catherine Burney. So basically, they are one of the most notorious couples in Australia Ooh. who went on a five-week... Oh, they're Australian. Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, I damn. went with our theme for our first one, for my first one, an Australian true crime. Oh, amazing. I had yeah. no... Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> sorry, I should have That took me by surprise. That was genuine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so basically, they were they are one of the most notorious couples in Australia who went on a five-week rampage commit- committing heinous crimes against women in Australia. Damn. It's That's pretty creepy. Pretty but, crime, but So okay. I'm going to have to like really talk about their past and how they got together because it right. was such at a young age. We need to form an understanding, I yeah. guess, on uh, yeah, why they are the way they are. I know. Okay. So, yeah, it was I'm ready. Okay, I'm let's ready. do this. We'll start with David. David Burney grew up in Wattle Grove, a semi-rural suburbia. Mm-hmm. David Burney was the first of five children to an alcoholic mother, Margaret, and a physically handicapped dad named John. Okay. So, the union of David's parents was considered to be doomed from the very beginning. When they asked their Baptist minister to marry them, he hesitated because of what he had known. He quotes, only tragedy can ever come of this. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way that they talked about Dave, uh, David's dad, John, was pretty awful. They said he had a humpbacked, short, not particularly good looking, and he couldn't speak properly, so he started a lot. David's dad was just really socially um, crippled, that it was just, they would give up talking to him. Mm, okay. So the mum was, um, on the other hand, was a smoker and a well-known alcoholic. Mm-hmm. She was promiscuous. Ah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Margaret... Again. That's why Instagram <laughs> handle is basically Dom. God, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> um, Margaret actually became friendly with a taxi driver. Uh-huh. Instead of paying fares, she would offer sexual favors in return for her ride. No. Yes. And everybody knew about this. What? Yes. She was also known for neglecting her children. She would take David on the bus, wet, looking filthy. And would give David to others to hold while she was smoking and reading comics. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Parent of the year. Mm-hmm. So David and the rest of his siblings were never taken care of and um, they had no um, supervision in the house. Mm-hmm. So when his parents went out, they would leave the fridge open and the kids and the dogs would just have to um, fend, fend for, themselves. for themselves. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And this was, um, they Bad never had... Parenting re- 101, guys. Do not do that to your children. Yeah, like their house, they said that their house was less, less, was filthy. You can mm. tell from the outside. Ooh. And then if you go inside, it was just filthy. 
They didn't have regular meals. And um, David actually continued to witness his mother's sexual encounters with other men growing up in that house. Okay, that would definitely traumatize a child. Yes. And there was suspicion that the children were subjected to sexual abuse at home. Oh, hell no. Incest within the family. Hell no. I... Even though it's a suspicion, I kind of do believe in this in this suspicion because of what happens later on. So we'll go into Catherine next. Catherine, on the other hand, had lost her mother at the age of two years old. Mm-hmm. Her mother had given birth, but sadly died and so did her br- baby brother. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Her, her father, Harold, couldn't handle taking care of her, so he had sent her to her maternal, maternal grandparents, who were very strict. Mm-hmm. At the age of 10, her father and grandparents had a custody dispute. Harold mm-hmm. won the custody of Catherine. So she's once again taken away from the only family that she's ever known. Mm-hmm. She's going back to a man who abandoned her at a very young age. Very, very. She, it sounds very toxic. Yeah, yeah, so she doesn't even know him. And now Catherine has no sense of connection to her childhood. Yeah. Now it's just like a new beginning. And... Yeah, and, and I guess they never really formed a relationship because mm. when they moved, um, when she moved back to her dad, this is when she met David. Match made in hell. David and his parents actually moved away and um, they moved to the same suburb as Catherine mm-hmm. and her dad. And David and Catherine met through mutual friends by the age of 14 years old. Mm. And they started having sexual relations. Oh. Already at 14. At 14, great. Yeah. Okay. Harold did not approve of her relationship with David, but this was only just, um, but this only just made her rebel. By the age of 15, David left school and began working as an apprentice jockey in Ascot Racecourse. Oh, okay. And while he was working there, he was known for herding animals. Oh my. And exposing himself and basically he would um he would ride the um horses mm-hmm. and he would be naked. Oh. And he was okay, I've been trying to say this word the whole day because <laughs> I don't I it's just so hard to wrap around my tongue but like mm-hmm. um it's exhibitionism. Oh, exhibitionism. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, yes, yes. It's a perversion in which sexual sexual gratification is obtained from the indecent exposure of yep. one's genitals. Yes. Yeah. So he was into that already at that age. That is not normal. Yeah, you can tell that wow. he's getting his deviant ways from his mother. Yeah. Already. I mean, he probably witnessed her always in the nude because of her little sexual escapades. Yes. So, and he probably thought, this is normal. Now let me just go ride some horses and get myself off. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. not cool. Yeah. Uh, no, but wait. Oh, there's more. <laughs> there's more. There's so much more to him. It's crazy. Okay. Um, at the race course, um, the apprentice would go over to Mrs. Bridges' house for night meals. Mm-hmm. One night, he decided to put a stocking over his head, go break into a house. At 14? At 15. Oh, 15, sorry. And break into his house and he raped her <gasps> and belted her. And do you know what age she was? What age? She was old? She was 70 years old. Stop. Yes. And what Catherine was still going heck? out with him. What? And she knew about this? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. That 
no yeah i know i was like wait a minute what how is anybody okay with their partners raping the elderly Mm -hmm. was she scared you reckon no because throughout their teenage years they were in and out of jail they had together yeah they had misdemeanors and felonies in their files jesus yeah christ yeah okay yeah that uh Huh, yep. <laughs> yeah. No words. No yeah. words. I cannot. Like Catherine just loved her so much. I loved him so much that he that she would hell? follow him and would do oh. anything for him. Oh my god. Yeah. So how do you even explain that kind of love? It's I don't know, but I mean I guess when you're that age though you do love passionately, like from like fifteen, sixteen ish. That's true. You love passionately. She probably thought this was her, like, true love. But... Yeah, especially when she's been abandoned before. Yeah, and he's giving her the attention that she never got. So yeah. she's probably like, I love you with all my heart. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, so, God, yeah. honey. Oh, my God. Okay. When yep. they got sentenced, um, Catherine was 19 years old and behind bars for breaking and entering. 19. Sorry, I just bugged. <laughs> it was a silent one. Don't worry. It was a silent one. Um, so when she was behind bars, a parole officer had convinced her that her life would be better without David Burney. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, okay, yeah, I think you're right. Oh. And she got out, started working for the McLaughlin family. McLaughlin? Like Mac, MC, Laugh, Lynn. McLaughlin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pronounce it. We probably um, butchered that, I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's. I'm going to say it's McLaughlin. <laughs> McLaughlin? McLaughlin. Family as a housekeeper. She ended up marrying one of the brothers oh. called named, uh, named Donald. And she was 21 years old and he was 10 years her senior. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was 10 years old. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he was 10 years her senior. Right, okay. They started their family and it looked like she was finally getting back to like on normal, track. like mm-hmm. on track and okay. like, you know. David was nowhere to be found. Like, he had Mm. his own thing going on. And they started a family. Mm -hmm. They had their first child named Donald as well. Mm -hmm. I don't like that name. (laughs) Yeah, like, obviously, you know, tragedy struck again. Mm -hmm. And it was really sad because six months later, Donald was hit by a car and killed. So she had had people over. Mm -hmm. And when she put him down just for a second, just to say goodbye to them... I'm guessing it was one of her friends just because the car was backing, backing, and I guess they didn't see the baby running. Oh, no. So she had watched her kid die. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. That's so, it's so sad. Yeah. I mean, we don't have children of our own, but I can't even imagine the kind of pain a mother would feel yeah. watching her just, own kid. Oh, yeah. No. So that would have kind of, like, backtracked her mm. with, like, feeling, like loss again that would have triggered a whole new level of pain yeah i was like oh this is so sad this is a sad story and the way that she turns out it's even sadder because it's just like a devastated like another devastation Mm. um but yeah but despite the devastating heartbreak for the couple they would have seven more children seven (laughs) damn yeah she is a trooper popping them out yeah and by this time, David had reached 20, uh, like, okay, let's go back to David. Uh-huh, yeah. So David is in his 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, he's out of jail. <laughs> but he has become addicted to sex, uh, fetishism, 
fetish. You, you said, said it right. Yes, you did. <laughs> and pornography. Sorry, guys. I was having trouble saying that word for some reason again. Um, <laughs> this sounds like a whole recipe for, yeah. for a murderer or yeah. like a somebody that's going to end up psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. like, he was finally out. He got married as well to oh. a woman named Carrie and had a daughter. Right. But during this time, he was like, he said he was reformed, but he never really reformed because he was still in and out of jail. Right. And, but get this right, they've been apart for like over a decade. But in 1985, Catherine and David would reunite. How the hell? Yeah. So Catherine went into hospital for a hysterectomy uh-huh. after her seventh child. Oh, and then Donald had walked into her room and she saw David holding her hand. What? But they never really tell how they started meeting, uh, like how he was there or if they were meeting up. Right. But, um, um, yeah, so Donald walks in mm-hmm. and, well... After that, a couple of weeks later, Catherine actually leaves her husband and her children behind oh. to be with David. Oh, the yeah, love of so her life. <laughs> it seems like they were having an affair for quite some time. Oh. And she finally had, like, the guts to leave him. Mm-hmm. But she completely abandoned her children. And David and Catherine, when they got together, um, they never actually married. They just she just officially changed her last name to Bernie. Wow! To show her devotion to him. Damn. Yeah, and then once she did that, they moved into three Morehouse Street in Willoughby. This is the main place that everything will get, you know, will get, <laughs> get crazy. Chaotic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So David got a job at a car wrecker's yard. Mm-hmm. They appeared to be a normal suburban family, quiet people and kept to themselves. <laughs> Did you check his photo? Yes, I had to Google his face quickly because yeah. I've never heard of these people before. Yeah. He looks disturbing, scary. Yeah. So scary. Wow. Even check out the um, Catherine. She's so scary as well. Yeah, sorry. Go on. Um, but yeah, they, like David was known for being reliable and trustworthy, intelligent at his work. Mm-hmm. So what people didn't know was that David and Catherine were addicted to exploring their deviant and violent fantasies. Oh, what kind of fantasies are they, I wonder? Yeah, the couple secretly practiced how to act out their fantasies of rape and murder. What? Yes. This is a, a, a year before the murders took place. Oh, my God. Okay, now let's... That's the kink. Okay. Oh, oh. And... You know how I said about like the whole incest thing, how right. I, how I believed the suspicion. Mm. David's brother Jamie had mm-hmm. been living with them, and for his twenty first birthday, he allowed Jamie to have sex with Catherine. What? Yes, and he was watching, and then wait for it. He was like, "Why shouldn't I join in as well?" <gasps> and he joined in with his brother. Yes. His 21-year-old brother. Mm-hmm. That is a threesome I do not want to get involved in. Yeah. What in the heck? Yeah. No. Yeah. So, Ew. And the brother was clearly okay with this? It or... doesn't say. Like, I kept on researching, oh. and I'm guessing he was okay. Or Either okay they or that never was said anything like, about... That was rape, maybe. Yeah. Oh, who even knows? Oh, I was my trying to God. say, but, like, I just... <sighs> I was just like, well... Clearly, they want to hide that, so. Oh, my God. But they said it, but they, um, yeah, I don't think the brother ever talked about it afterwards. Oh, that is so 
disgusting. So we're going to get into the murders. Mm-hmm. So there were four victims. Well, there was five. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you about the fifth one mm-hmm. later. Uh-huh. Yep. The first victim, her name was Mary Nielsen. She was a 22-year-old student, uni student. Mm-hmm. She was studying psychology nice. at Western uh, University of Western Australia. Mm-hmm. Mary had walked into David's work asking about spare tires. Mm. And David was just like, hey. You I pretty. Can... <laughs> well, he, pretty much. <laughs> was like in his head probably. And he's just oh. like, hey, I can get you cheaper tires. Mm-hmm. Come to my house. Give me your number. What? Oh. Yeah. So um, she gave it to him, <sighs> trusting him. Um, I heard, so I was listening to um, another documentary, and apparently that girl was one of, um, was a daughter of one of his previous customers that he had known. Right. And I'm just like, so. The he balls was like, on one, him, eh? Yeah. Jesus. So in October, October 6, 1986, so this is a year later mm-hmm. after making it look like he's the perfect gentleman right. for a whole year in that neighborhood. Mary goes um, goes to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets held by knife point. When oh. she enters, they chain her up, gag her, and David continues to rape her as Catherine watches. No. Yes. Um, with it's the... so calculated. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I can't. You can tell they've been practicing. Honestly, if... If anyone ever said to me, hey, I can hook you up, come to my house. That's a big no for me. Yeah, I'd be like, no, just stay at work. I don't know if it's because we've listened or read or watched a lot of true crime stuff, mm-hmm. but I just don't feel comfortable if a person I have no idea says to me, yo, I got the hookups, 50% off, come to my fucking house and do it yeah. or claim it. Uh, no, yeah. I'm okay. I'd be like, you no, give it I'll to me you. here at yeah. your workplace in the public area mm-hmm. where everyone can see you and there's cameras around mm-hmm. or I'm not taking it yes. because that is no way. No, it that's feels, a big no, no. Yeah. It feels like a lot of people were very trustworthy. Like they trusted a lot of people back then. God, oh. I mean, I guess if he built that reputation or worked very hard to build that reputation, mm-hmm. it might be hard for you to be like, I don't know. Mm, and I guess mm-hmm. if it's any of my friends now mm-hmm. that said to me, yeah, Oh, I can get you this. Like, can you yeah. come to my house and get it? I probably, yeah. I guess, would say, yeah, yeah. sure. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. You just never fucking know, hey? I'm not going to your house anymore. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not coming to your house. And we're going to have to go and do podcasts somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was when I was doing my research, mm-hmm. it wasn't clear how many, like, with the victims, it was clear how many days that they had kept them. Mm-hmm. But this one, it wasn't clear. So I'm assuming it's one to three days. Okay. Because a lot of them were just three days. So I'm, feel, I'm feeling that this, um, that Mary was kept by like a day. Mm-hmm. And then, so, but, um, I was going to say basically. <laughs> um, when they were done with Mary Nielsen, they decided to take her to Glen Eagles National Park. Right. Where David continued to rape her there. Oh. God. And then strangled her with a nylon cord. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. Um, it seems like fear and suffering would arouse David and it would just turn him on. Um, the second victim was just two weeks after the first murder. Oh, my God. Wow. I yeah. could not even wait. <laughs> yeah. The date's unknown. They don't really say the date for this one. Um, they would drive around Perth to seek out the next victim they um they had this little quote okay mm. not a quote like a little um code 
for when they agreed for the next victim. It's so fucking disturbing, hey? They had a little code, but like a signal? Co- yeah. Oh, my God. So when they would drive around Perth just looking for the next victim mm-hmm. and they agreed they go, um, they would be like, I've got the munchies. I've got the munchies. <laughs> yes, I'm never saying that quote ever again. <laughs> I've got the munchies. Wow. Um, yeah. That is a very interesting yeah. and phrase. If, when one would agree, they'd be like, yeah, I've got the munchies too. Damn. Uh, yeah. So it's not even I'm horny these days. It's I got the, I got the munchies. Holy well, well, those shit. days, actually, that's a very long time ago. <laughs> um, I remember back then I'd be like, oh, I got the munchies. I need some food in me. Yeah. Well, Never going to clearly... look at that the same ever again. Yeah. <laughs> It's not food that they want. Jesus. Mm, yeah. They have an appetite for rope. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, oh, it I, just, yep. It really just disturbed me. So their next victim, oh God, it makes me just so sad just saying this, how old she was. Oh God. She was 15 years old. 15? Yeah. They have no limits on age or sex. They really or don't. anything, hey. Yeah. Her name what? was Susanna Candy. So she was hitchhiking along Sterling Highway. A 15-year-old hitchhiking? Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me so sad. Like, like she trusted them. Mm-hmm. She jumped in the car, and once again, she was held by knife, knife point. Oh, my God. Yeah. And wow. she was, like, a daughter. She was one of... She was a daughter of one of the most respected um, eye surgeons in Perth. Oh, my God. Yeah. They <laughs> gagged her, raped her, tied her up. And they both assaulted her for three days, both of them, Catherine too, Catherine. And they forced her to write letters to her parents telling them that she was okay. But her parents never believed it. That is so cruel to the family. Yeah, they never believed it though. So they were still trying to search. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the end, David ended up strangling her with a nylon cord. Wow, man. Oh, wait, tried to. Oh, Emphasis tried on tried. She was hysterical. Sorry. When he tried to, she was hysterical. Mm-hmm. And she could uh, they tried they calmed her down by giving her sleeping pills. Oh. Yeah. And then but then get this. Uh-huh. He turns to Catherine and was just like, You have to murder her. By murdering her, that you're showing you, your love to me. Yeah, you're, oh you're showing God. undying love for me. Stop. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It, he's he's making sure that she's in, in it. Like, so if they get arrested, it's yeah. the both of them. It's not just yeah. him. Yeah. Well, she already assaulted her as well, too. Yeah, true. Like, um, I read that um, she decided to rape her um, oh because she knew that David liked that. And oh David would watch that. And she's, like, pleasing her hubby. Yeah. Like, damn, daddy, what do you want? Tell yeah. me. I'm going to give you what you want. Pretty much. Uh. Yeah. She complied to it. She ended up killing um, Susanna oh um, for David's entertainment and pleasure. And they buried her near Mary Nilsson up in the um, Glen Eagles oh, National Park. God. Yeah. These people. Yeah. Serial killers. They really interest me. Like, mm. I get really intrigued by the way their mind works. Yeah. Because obviously their appetite, like we said earlier, they have an uncontrollable appetite. Mm. And then they end up doing things. But they tend to have, like, a signature move or, yeah. like, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. The nylon cord was their signature. The strangling, yeah, yeah, like the raping and gagging, like yeah. uh, the same with all the other serial killers out there. They have, they have the same mo. Yeah. And then they have the same pattern of behavior, and then they also have the same like signature. Like, if, mm. I mean, obviously, all the signature moves aren't the same, but yeah. like, they have a way of ending people. Yeah. And they repeat it in every single 
crime that they commit. Oh yeah. my. Crazy. I guess they want to be known for that. Yeah. It's like, this is what I'm going to be known for. And mm. it's going to be so bad that everyone's going to remember it. Yeah. And Jeez. the third victim, mm-hmm. her name was Nolene Patterson. And she was 31 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, her car had broken down in the highway. And, you know, nowadays, if we had broken down, you call a car service. Yeah. But back in the days... In 1986, reminding you guys, it's 1986 here, um, you had to wave people down and oh. you would have to trust them. No. So when Thinking this... about it, like, freaking annoys me already. Yeah. Oh, man. So out of all people... They she, had to flag yeah, down they the freaking psychotic down. couple. Yep, she flagged down the psychotic couple and <sighs> held her at knife point, take, oh, yeah. took oh. them, took her... So they took all the um, victims back to the Moore house. But I call it Moore house horrors because that's what it's named for. Yeah. She got taken back to the house. Mm-hmm. And basically they were planning her, uh, they were planning to kill her on the day. Mm-hmm. But David actually grew fond of her. Oh. Yeah. I think it was because of her intelligence and like, uh, maybe she, she was very charisma. beautiful as well. Uh. And they were going to... Um, I guess because she was older as well. So it's yeah. not like she had like a childlike charm. It's yeah. like actual charisma and yeah. like composure and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. Um, so he was very hesitant in killing her. Wow. Yeah. And that Catherine... That jealous. Catherine got so fucking oh. jealous. Mm-hmm. Oh, twist. So, yeah. She got so jealous um, that um, she took her. She mm. took no, um, Nolene. Mm-hmm. And was just like, kill her or I kill myself. What? Wow, she is dramatic. Yeah. So during this time as well, like, mm. um, she got kept, I'm pretty sure, three days as well, I'm, I reckon. Right. Just because David and her had conversations. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, I read that, you know, she complied just because she didn't want to get killed. Yeah. So she was doing everything. I feel, I feel like a lot of victims do that as well. Yeah. But, yeah. but she was also gagged, chained up and raped. During this time. Mm. And so David didn't want to kill her. Mm-hmm. And then when she made that ultimatum, um, David forced sleeping pills down her throat. Oh, man. And um, strangled her once again with a nylon wow. cord. Wow. So she, there would have been some hope that she could have lived if yeah. it wasn't for that ultimatum. Catherine, yeah. Like they probably kept, they would have kept her as like a sex slave. Yeah, or that's what they said. Something. Like he wanted to keep her as a sex yeah, slave. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there would have been a, some chance of her living yeah. if it wasn't for Catherine's Catherine. like massive ultimatum. But at the same time, would you want to stay alive yeah. being kept as hostage in that freaking horror house? That's true. Um, I, I... You know, I would be so confused actually, because I'd yeah, be like, like do I want to live. Maybe yeah. I mean, I think if I could ex- escape, if I, yeah, there was that's like what I was going to say. Yeah, escaping. to some extent, you would want to stay alive yeah. in the hopes that maybe mm. there would be a way for you to plot an escape. Yeah. But I think I guess it would kind of suck if you stayed alive and then there, you just couldn't ever yeah. escape and you're just trapped in that oh, environment God. and that oh my god, yeah. constantly hearing other screams and stuff. But then. Oh. On the other hand, I don't know why I'm thinking this way as well, but on the other hand, maybe if she was kept as a slave, then they wouldn't be going out committing any more crimes. They'll That's just be true. inflicting it on her. Uh, yeah. That Interesting. Huh. Yeah. It's disturbing to think about. Yeah, I know. Like, they would have stopped. But yeah, no, you make a point though. Yeah. If, they, if they had kept her, would there be more killings? Yeah. yeah. 
but mm. so sad and tragic yeah. that it had to end yeah that way for her because i mean if david had like a crush on her then she must be she must have a good character yeah you know yeah like very um appealing like yeah. she's got some light yeah yeah you know to make someone like who's very aggressive and yeah. vile to be like wait yeah. i just i think i want to keep her yeah <laughs> like she's a fucking toy or something you psycho yeah. oh, god it's ugh. Mm. yeah reading all about this has like i'm just i am speechless myself (laughs) i am shooketh shooketh and i don't want to do this anymore i'm joking (laughs) joking. did you hear that guys she's trying to quit this i'm joking i'm joking um well if you want to be my host as well (laughs) (laughs) apply apply to um just meatballs instagram who wants to replace dom (laughs) (laughs) no no one can replace me i know Okay, so off back, back to back topic. On topic, my bad. Um, we're gonna go on to the fourth girl. Mm-hmm. Her name was Denise Brown. She was twenty one years old. Twenty one. Wow. And she was abducted on the fifth of November. You would say abducted, but like they tricked her into accepting a ride again uh, in coercion? Sterling Highway, the same as um Susanna. Right. Um, so she accepted a ride. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, held at knife point. Mm-hmm. She was raped, chained to the bed. Great. Okay, this is only <laughs> one day. This was one day. And the following day, they took her to the national park in, like, a secluded area, mm-hmm. like a pine plantation. Right. They waited until nightfall mm-hmm. um, because um, while they were waiting, David continued to rape her inside the car. Jesus Christ. Yes. He, and then once nighttime came, he dragged her out, raped her again. God. She was fighting for her life, okay? Mm-hmm. All this time, she's fighting for her life, trying to yeah. escape. Mm. And then once she gets dragged out, he stabs her in the neck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. This was the one that I was like, what a survivor. Mm-hmm. Because they thought she was dead. So oh. they started digging up her grave. <gasps> and then they placed her body, like, inside the grave already mm-hmm. and then she gets up gasps she gasps wow. for air gasp for <laughs> air yeah and they were shook because <laughs> they're like holy shit she's wow. alive wow yeah wait she should have waited until they left yeah yeah because mm-hmm. they had put dirt over her and yeah. she should have waited but she, she got it. up because she, she was like gasping for oh air my God. and they were like what no David takes an axe oh, fuck and, no. like, hits her. Oh. But I was just like, if you have an axe... Why didn't you axe her before? Like, but, yeah, but also, like, why would you use the wooden area? Like, you have the he sharp used, end. No, he, oh. he used the end, like, the wooden area, I'm pretty sure, because oh, wow. he didn't chop off her head. Like, oh, he, he just, like... <laughs> It was weird. I was he just really like, couldn't hurt her. Yeah, wow. I guess so. That really yeah. would have fucking killed Catherine, hey? Yeah. I was like, oh. Well, basically, wow. um, he cracks her head open, oh, and that's when she dies. God, because he damn did it. it. Wa- he did it once, and then uh-huh. um, she was still fighting. She was still fucking wow, fighting. She's a trooper. And they thought like she she has to be dead. Yeah. But no. And I like low key wish that she would. She just waited until they had gone. I mean, I, I know, know it probably was hard for her to get some air yeah. underneath all that dirt. But at the same time, it's like, damn it, I wish she'd waited. Mm-hmm. She could be like, 
bitch, I'm back from the dead. And yeah. then she goes straight to the cops. But, yeah. like, I mean, I guess that's not how all the stories go. It, yeah. Damn it. It would have been hard because it was a secluded area. Yeah. She would have had to, like, really find her way out before, that's true. like, probably all the blood. Lost. Yeah. All the lost, blood lost. Trying to yeah. find her way out into freaking the roads and stuff. Yeah. It sucks. Oh, my God. The fact that she was fighting and she got stabbed. Um, hit by an axe. That is Still interesting, kinda... though, that you mentioned that, <laughs> that he didn't use the actual proper end of the axe. Yeah. It's like the wooden part. It's yeah. like it makes you think, did he hesitate for that brief moment? Because yeah. he's like, no, I really like her. I yeah. just don't want to hurt her. But at yeah. the same time, like, wait, Catherine's watching me. I probably should. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so it was just, that was Denise Brown and she was the fighter there. Denise, you are a freaking badass. Yeah. It's a shame that you didn't make it out, but you're a badass for fighting yes. through that. R.I.P. Crazy. R.I.P. Be, I hope you're being a badass up in heaven right now, okay? Yeah. No. I know. Basically badass for life. Haunt them, okay? Yeah. While they're imprisoned. Pretty anyway. much. <laughs> um, and then now we go to the fifth victim. Oh, gosh. Okay. Her name was Kate Mori. Mori. Mm. I'll show it to you. Moi? I don't know. I'm so sorry, Kate. Okay, I'm so sorry. Um, but her name was Kate. She was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. She was also hitchhiking. Okay. So it was late at night time. She had gone to visit her friends. Uh-huh. And at night time, she was walking home in the highway. Once again, Sterling Highway. Fuck that Sterling Highway. <laughs> yes. Um, they. I couldn't find the date for when she got abducted. Right. But she once again accepted the ride mm-hmm. in the highway. And she was held by gun, uh, gunpoint, knife point. <laughs> There's no gun, guns in Australia. Although I don't know when they abolished that policy uh, as well. But, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it was still there. I think it was, they Probably abolished it in like the I think 90s. it was like in the 90s that they yeah. removed. With that massacre. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Knife point then? Yes, knife point. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was also gagged, chained, raped. And they forced her to dance. They forced her to dance. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm burping again. A silent burp. Um, you guys should have heard it before. She was farting this room down. No, okay. it wasn't. I don't know what she's talking about. I never do that. She's behaving now. You fucking liar. Closing well, that booty hole. Well, why are you lying? <laughs> sorry, back on track. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, um, what was I saying? Um, they forced her to forced dance, dance yeah. for them. Um, they forced her to sleep between them. Wow. Yes, and she was handcuffed with David. Have with David to David. Sorry. Oh wow! Yeah. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That and sounds like a kink. Yeah. It, they don't tell what they. Yeah. It's just like I wish they kind of went in detail to right. say what they've done to mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. but I kind of don't want to know because I feel like it would have been it torture. Would be sickening. Yeah. A lot of torture for mm-hmm. them, and I've I'm already disturbed. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Yep. With this, she was also forced to call her mum. Um. And to tell her that she's okay. Oh man. But she was very like she was smart though because she wasn't a drinker and her mother knew. So she oh. was just like, Hey There's mom. Some codes there. Yeah. Ooh. So there was a code that she was trying to do to her uh, for her mum. Mm-hmm. She was like, Hey mom, just I drank too much and I'm staying at my friend's house. <sighs> but they don't say if the mum believed her or not. And right. I kinda wanna know if that she If did. she fell for it. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like she didn't know. I don't know. I'm just assuming, but maybe not. I don't know. 
I need to find, I need to think of a code now to tell my mom just in case I get involved in something like that. Yeah. And then they're like, call your fucking mom, tell her you're fine. I'm going to be like, I'm mom, cockatoo, pika, 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 Pikachu. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think of something. <laughs> I'd be like, um, I really like to smoke with my friends and I'll be out for a while smoking with my friends God. and I don't smoke. So no. Yeah. That well, would be my code. I, I need to think of some sort of code too. That's. Um, that's smart for some people to, to come yeah. up with. Yeah. Well, um, November 10th, she actually escaped. The Oh, Kate. Yeah, Kate escaped. Damn. Yeah. She escaped through a window by breaking a lock. She heard a knock on the door and Catherine answered. And um, it was said that she was doing a drug deal. Oh. So when that, ha- when that was happening downstairs... Stop smelling the candles. I know I'm it's sorry, delicious. the candles smell so good. <laughs> alchemy, guys. The alchemy. Check, Check out alchemy. off, guys. Tell them you listen to us. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was just smelling it while she was talking like a freak. So You can um, just smell your whole room. It's like watermelon and coconut. Coconut oh. lime. Yeah. Oh, I my God. You can just smell it. Your whole room smells nice. It smells beautiful. Anyways, <laughs> yes, keep going. Um, she escaped. No, drug, she drug escapes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Catherine was doing a drug deal. She escapes upstairs or maybe downstairs. It doesn't really say, but she escapes through a window. Mm-hmm. And get this right. So when she gets out, she knocks on four houses and they wouldn't let her in. What the f- Yeah. They wouldn't really? let her in. Yeah. They wouldn't let her in. Because, okay, there's two stories. Some say she was naked. Oh. And the others say that she had leggings and a singlet on. Regardless, yeah. if someone is freaking out asking you for help, even if you don't want to bring them inside yeah. your house in fears that she may be plotting something, yeah. at least tell her to stand back a little bit and then pull out your freaking phone or something and be like, okay, wait, 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 I'll call the cops. If you want to just stay there for a second just for safety reasons, <coughs> yeah, just stay here for a minute, mm. I'm going to call the cops for you. Yeah. yeah, Like, you don't have to let her in, I suppose, if you, you don't feel safe. Yeah. But at the same time, like she's a little girl, like yeah. that's asking you help. Help me, help me. Yeah, she doesn't someone. look armed. She doesn't yeah. look like she has a knife or yeah. anything like that. Just freaking call the cops and help her out. Yeah. What? So, um, oh, I forgot to say that when Catherine was um doing the drug deal, she actually didn't like tie her up. That's oh why she got it. That's why she escaped. That's how she escaped. That's ah. why. Yeah. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Um. Yeah. She. She didn't tie her up. She forgot because oh. she was just like chilling at home. She was probably high off their own freaking supply that yeah, she had. Probably. Who knows? Yeah. But... Who knows? But um. What a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. So when Sorry. she got out, four how four houses didn't let her in, and then she finally got it to a vacuum store, and wow. the people that were working there helped her out. Wow. And once the cops came. Okay, this really pissed me off too because it was just like, are you Ooh. serious? The 17-year-old girl mm-hmm. told them that um, she had been abducted, mm-hmm. held at knife point, mm-hmm. been raped mm-hmm. to this at this house. And the cops were just like, no, nah, I don't believe you. Shut up. Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you believe? Because it was just like such an outrageous story that I mean, nobody I guess could maybe believe. maybe in the suburbs then was mm-hmm. like, this is not common. But- yeah. But it's a seventeen-year-old girl, like you know what I mean. What, what, like, what reason would she have yeah. to lie about it? What would she be gaining from lying yeah. about it? Like, yeah. even if they didn't believe her, they should still investigate it. Yeah. Well, a twenty-two-year-old constable, Laura Hancock, believed her. Good. Yeah, because we love you. <laughs> yeah, we love you, Laura. 
um, she believed her because she knew all the details, like their address, their telephone number. Yeah. Um, the Bernies actually had given her an alias, but the thing that I feel like she had a lot more freedom walking around the house because mm. um, Kate had saw a medication, like all oh. their medication on like inside the toilet okay, yeah. that said like D Bernies. Ah. Yeah. So she had given their names. She knew their names and she told them about like the movie that a movie that they were watching, which was Rocky on uh-huh. VHS. Uh-huh. And she actually did a drawing and she hid it for proof that, oh, she, that was, she was there. Yeah, like she was there. So when Girl, the police this is a smart seventeen year old. Yes. What the hell? I was like, holy shit, she's so uh, fucking impressed. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, I feel like it might have been longer than three days. Or maybe it was three days, but she did a lot within that three days. Oh like, God. smart thinking. these things in mind. Yeah. So, a code for mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> and now leaving drawings behind. Yeah. So, when the police came, they found everything. Um, wow. What she had said. And yeah. then they believed her. Um, so I guess they also, now that I think about it, they probably didn't believe her as well because the Bernies had um made that reputation for themselves where they're like we're well presented we dress in nice clothes and we work in decent jobs yeah that's true yeah so that's probably probably why they were like you're a liar honey you're a liar it made me so angry reading that can you imagine if they if she didn't leave all that shit there oh my god good god that is one clever little girl yeah i am very very impressed i wow Good on her. I hope she's doing well. Yeah. Well, wait till you hear later. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm scared. No, don't be scared. Oh, okay. Um, so they arrested um, David and Catherine. Mm-hmm. Um, they did an interview for like a day and a half. Uh, their stories weren't, you know, matching, up. matching at all. Mm. Just because she had denied ever meeting Kate. <sighs> but David yes. was just like... It was consen- consensual sex. It was vo- she volunteered. What? Yeah. The next day, literally. Sergeant Vince Katich. I can't pronounce like K-A-T-I-C-H. Yeah, I think it's Katich. Katich. Mm, nice, nice name. Well, he, he goes, he turns around to David and was just like, darkness is setting in. If I could grab a shovel, we'll go digging for shallow graves. Let's just go. And David, like, blurted was just like there was there's four and what? started crying because <laughs> he was i was just like what that wow, was that, that was, easy that, was that easy yeah yeah what? yeah and i was like oh okay that was the <laughs> easiest confession it took them a day and a half but still he like, probably he, broke at that point yeah yeah so he led them to the graves what the fuck? all four of them and like all the, the girls were naked oh god yeah and oh, I was that like, sight of the burial would be just horrific i think just seeing yeah. that many i mean I'm, i know there's more crimes that has more of a body count too mm. but just for australia i yeah. guess it's but shocking come across like, like five yeah female bodies just completely naked inside those yeah. fucking grounds oh. yeah kate would have been there if she didn't yeah. escape yeah oh, they... she must be cheering yeah. oh my god kate moi or something moi. i don't know how to pronounce your name but yeah kudos yeah um but so when he blotted that out he was just like he started crying but then when he led them to the graves Mm. he was very casual like as if like as a yeah you know as a matter of fact yeah this is what i did like Mm. 
and it was just way too casual and they was wow, just so... like nonchalant matter of factly kind yeah. of thing yeah I yeah that. and whereas Catherine showed no emotions until guess who which grave she got all like angry oh yes mm-hmm. Nolene with Nolene's grave she spat on it oh when, wonderful yeah she spat wonderful. on it and she was She's just like just a model this girl yeah, woman just, sorry they just like they just showed no remorse or compassion there's only one one victim that triggered her god damn yeah it. and it was her just because she knew that david loved her david like was, was like crushing her, her yeah. like schoolboy yeah crush. he was crushing on her well throughout the trial um yeah they still showed no remorse or compassion mm-hmm. like he um david just was just like yes i'm gonna go plead guilty because you know it's i fucked up yeah he knew and he was just like you know it like a peace of mind for the for the families that i hurt and when he said that i was just like people were just like i don't know if he was being actually remorseful genuine. yeah genuine mm. just because he's just like mm. yeah but he ended up getting four terms of life imprisonment mm-hmm. and after that um Catherine when she was found sane enough to stand trial. They probably tried to evaluate her yeah. and they were like, is she insane? Yeah. So huh. she was sane enough to stand trial and was also sentenced to four terms of life imprisonment for Supreme Court mm-hmm. by the Supreme Court of Western Australia. But yeah, so the Bernies, while they were incarcerated, they had exchanged 2,600 letters. To from, each other? Yep. Yeah, wow, they still love each other so much. Well, but it was from... Um, when they first got, um, like, got taken yeah. to um, 1992, Catherine actually stopped writing to David that year in 1992. Did she die? No. She oh, was, she's just she's like, I'm Thebes. Yeah, I think she kind of, like, realised, I think. because like, like, you fucked me up, man. Yeah, like, I think she Because really, of you, I mean, he, piece of yeah. shit, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I feel like it before. was, because she writes to her children explaining her actions, like... Oh, my God, I forgot she had kids, too. Yeah, from her like previous her husband, abandoned right? kids, yeah. Like, she was like, be careful who you love. Really? Yeah, and she, it was... Oh, you got to check it out. I don't know the full thing. I should have written it, but she would pretty much... Do you think it's genuine love, though? But went on know. with both of them. Do you think it's genuine uh, love? I don't know. Well, she. Oh, actually, I remember some of it. She's just like, you know, even now, um, I know I, it was just like even now I know I shouldn't love him, but I do, and oh. I want to help him. Oh. I was like, what? I mean, why? I thought I thought that it might have been just something, like I don't know if she really loved him that much or whether she just found comfort in him mm. because they both had twisted minds. Like, yeah. Or maybe she really did love him. I don't know. Maybe. Because Misery loves company. So yeah. I thought maybe that could since be. They have, since they have so much, like, such yeah. a heartbreaking childhood. Yeah. Or, like, the same kinks, clearly. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. So I thought True. Yeah, maybe that's why she thought she loved him. But then at the same time, maybe that's why she loves him. Because yeah. of the kinks and the, like, rough upbringing. That's True. You make such good points right there. I should I should have studied psychology, guys. I really probably should have. I too much true crime. You should study as well. Well, while they were incarcerated, so David, he was named, he was called a big softie. A big softie? Yeah. How so? He was so cruel to the victim. What the fucking actual fuck, yeah? But again, I guess when you mentioned that um, axe 
situation yeah. <laughs> maybe a part of him was like right. oh maybe I am a little bit soft let me yeah. just put her on the other end so I'm not really slicing her head off I, I don't know so. maybe we already stabbed her in the neck so I, I was just like what how is he what did they clarify why he was called a big softy he was the ideal prison um prisoner like an officer was just like he nurtured pigeons back to health like took care of them interesting <laughs> and adopted a feral cat and gave him his um, food scraps. Huh. Yeah, he never caused trouble and he never fucked with the system while he was incarcerated. Maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Catherine was his kryptonite. Maybe. <laughs> and like when she's around, he just goes mental. Mental. Yeah. But when she wasn't around, oh, but he was still committing crimes, I suppose, like little you, even petty when crimes they when he wasn't with part, her. Yeah, he was. Huh. And I'm usually familiar with like, criminals having um a history of like hurting animals as well mm. so it's kind of like wow well, he hearing did. that he was nurturing animals yeah well he prison. ended up hurting the horses remember that's right when he uh, was at that an race exhibitionist horse. yeah yeah so now he's like he's just reformed then it. yeah well in october 7th 2005 yeah. he ended up committing suicide anyways oh wow yeah, yeah. Um, that's wow okay his body was unclaimed for a month, mm-hmm. um, so the state arranged for his funeral. Um, Catherine couldn't, wasn't allowed to go. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fair. As for Catherine, um, Catherine applied for parole in 2007, mm-hmm. but was denied. In, two, in 2009, the new WA Authority General stated that Catherine Burney would, nev- would remain in jail for the rest of her life. She's the third woman in Australian history to have her prison papers stamped with never to be released. Oh, wow. Never to be released. That sounds like, for her, I mean, Mm. if she's a bit of a narcissist, that's probably like a a Grammy award for her. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like she's just like... This is my house, bitch. Yeah. She's like, you know, I've been here forever. Yeah. I'm going to be here forever and I'm going to run this place. Damn. Yeah. For Kate. Mm-hmm. So going back to Kate. Oh, Kate Moore. Yes. Yes. We love her. Kate mm-hmm. began a campaign to abolish the laws that allow prisoners in Australia to, to in Australia to apply for parole every three years. Oh. So you know when it was just like after 20 years they can apply for parole? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you then. get rejected, you oh. can apply three years later. Right. For another, oh, to okay. get to mm-hmm. appeal mm-hmm. your case. Yeah. But if you get rejected, you get another three years and yeah, to right. appeal it. But in 2018, that was changed. Oh. So now it's every six years. But since um, Catherine was not applied for that, she mm. was like, she couldn't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, she got rejected. But yeah, so that was their st- that was like a good like comeback for Kate, like campaigning. Nice. She's and, a badass know. too. Yeah, badass bitch. Mm. But later on, right, get this. They found out that there was other potential victims that what? they had... Um, maybe murdered allegedly. Oh wow! Yes. So it's not just the five, but four, five, four, four. four but five as four. four. Okay. Yes. Um, right. But um, they don't have really. They don't have like proof. Mm-hmm. But they think it's allegedly. Let's just say allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheryl Randwick was the first victim. She was thirty-three years old. Right. She had vanished in May nineteen eighty-six. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Um, a friend had described Catherine's appearance going um, in and out of her house. Right. Yeah, so she just vanished. She, like, mm. couldn't find her body. No body. 
Nobody. And then there was another one. Mm-hmm. The next one was Rob, Barbara Weston. Mm-hmm. Um, she was last seen leaving a Perth tavern on June 27, 1986. Mm-hmm. Her remains were found with her belongings, which was another one of Bernie's, um, the Bernie's trademark, leaving the belongings inside the grave with them. Right. Is it connected to the yeah, Bernie's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just said, like, allegedly. I don't know. Am I using it right? <laughs> yes. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Um, and another potential victim was, this is even sadder, a 12-year-old girl named Lisa Mott. Well, Yeah. She was last seen getting into a yellow panel van in Collie on October 30th, 1980. Oh, God. Yeah, 1980. So, Bernie, David Bernie, was working in the area that time. And he owned a yellow... And he owned a a similar van, apparently. But, yeah. But But then they can't prove it, innocent. They'll prove them guilty. I mean, they're guilty, but... (laughs) Now that I'm done with this, do you have any comments? Has it disturbed you? Yes, it really has. I, I'm just... I'm never hitchhiking again. Yeah, I'm just, I'm so, nev- I've never done it. <laughs> I'm just joking. I, no, there was that one time we almost jumped... You almost uh, jumped to, into this oh. person's car and I'm like, no, 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 uh, no, no. Uh, you come back here, we're not doing that. Because we were in a group. I thought we were all okay. No. Yeah, well, Long story good. short, we were stuck in a rural area. I don't want to say where, but we were stuck in a rural area somewhere in New South Wales, yeah. Australia, and these truckers offered Dom and I and, and another friend... Yeah a lift and they're like two of you in this one and one of you over there little dom decides okay yeah 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 we'll do it and she starts walking the other way and i'm like oh no God. like come back here oh fuck my no God. i was too trustworthy back then I she was naive <laughs> little dom who just really wanted to get home because yeah. we were out quite far and so there was lame. no public transports left and it was scary it was just a terrifying yeah. area and she agreed but there was these two scary dudes like i guess he didn't look that scary to me that's why i think he was trustworthy <laughs> God. <laughs> traumatizing experience yeah yeah moral of the story no hitchhiking uh, we know we need to also think of codes to tell our parents to make them realize we're in trouble yes and leave drawings around <laughs> yes leave drawings around for some evidence just in case be you know. like kate yeah basically kate yeah. moir is our hero right now yes pretty much yeah <sighs> All right. well i'm glad that you enjoyed my story yes Yes, thank you for doing extensive research on this. <laughs> yes, and now I'm very disturbed and I'm going to go home with full of nightmares. Yes, I'm going to lock my bedroom. Yeah, I've locked your doors. door too <laughs> so no one can come and sh- scare me from behind. Okay, well, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. And um, yeah. We'll see you next week with Nat's True Crime Story. Yes, and... Um, if you guys are interested in the alchemy, yes, please ten percent off. Yes, ten percent off. Listen to us. Um, or follow us on Instagram. Just yeah. let them know they smell mm-hmm. incredible. Yes, really. Mm-hmm. Get the watermelon one, please. It's the bomb. It's one one in a melon. I think it's called. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>